Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I don't know about you guys, but I'm totally in to setting myself up for success, and I'm totally in to making lists. You know, I always dreamt of having an office, an office just for myself, not to be greedy, by any means, an office for myself that's very inviting for other people to come in and that is very inspirational. I love being able to keep everything very visual for me because otherwise it gets lost in a notebook, but it also gets difficult because if you put everything out on a wall or everything on your desk, then it looks cluttered. But I'm telling you, I think you should invest in a whiteboard to hang up in your office or a special place for you to go to get inspired and to be reminded. And the reason why I say that is because on this podcast, I give you a lot of tips. I give you a lot of lists. I give you a lot of six ways or seven tips or so many little chunks of information that you can refer back to. And I tell you this because in today's episode, I really hope that you'll take an index card, a piece of paper, and write down what I have to say. Just make a small list and hang it up somewhere. And if you don't have a place to hang it up, find a little thing, a little cork board, a little bulletin board, someplace in your mirror. I used to hang up scriptures all over my house and mirrors until I, on mirrors, on my sink, on my refrigerator, until I could really get them in my heart. I think we need to do this more frequently than what we think. And we can do it in a way that doesn't look tacky. So if there's one thing that I hope that you'll do after this episode is that you'll at least get an index card and start jotting down either tips from this episode or even tips from the last episode on how to make this the best year yet. I believe that if you take those tips along with some of these tips that I'm giving you today, I believe that you will set yourself up for success. And when I say some of them, it's because if you take my six tips from the last episode plus the seven tips from this episode, now you got 13 tips and come on, let's be real. We're not going to remember all of those. But if we at least pick out the ones that really resonated in our hearts, we will be a step ahead. So let's get into seven ways to stay focused, set boundaries, prevent burnout. I'm talking about this a lot because we know in the profession of teaching and caretaking and business building, there can be burnout. And especially if we are not very proactive in preventing burnout. So 
let's let's look at this. Number one, I talked about this in the last episode about setting goals, but I really want you right now, this isn't about goals. This is about priorities. We all have a big list of things that need to get done. We all have a big list of reoccurring tasks that need to get done. We all have a big list of things that we know we need to get finished over the next 90 days. Or you're already maybe thinking about, well, by October, I want this to happen. I suggest that you honestly set out a day of a couple hours and say, this is my brain dump day. This is my getting organized day. I love to do this at least once a week. Sometimes it gets a little hairy right now as we're getting back into the groove and building our school and growing it. But I will say that when I give myself two to three hours of just open space to get organized, to plan, to brain dump, to write down my priorities, to get them put on a calendar, to break everything down in a list, it makes me feel so much better. I don't feel the weight. And so I think the best way to get started is just to brain dump it all out. I have a totally free resource on our website. It is how to brain dump, how to set a timer, how to highlight all of your like activities together. I'll link that in our show notes today. But I believe that if you take the time to brain dump, make it fun, put on some nice music, get a nice little snack, get your diffusers going, light a candle, feel yourself just releasing whatever it is that's holding you back. And then you can just say, okay, I look at all these things that I have on my list. I'm going to start putting them together and buckets or category categories. And I'm going to say today, I'm going to focus on this bucket. I'm going to brain dump. I'm going to look at this bucket and I'm going to slowly start pouring the water out of this particular bucket. So really staying focused by giving yourself the time to get it all out. What's in your head. Is that Alanis Morissette? Did I say her name right? Let's all just go back to the 80s or the 90s where there was the song. And I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out. What's in my head and I'm, I am feeling a little peculiar. Was that so good? (laughs) I always wanted to be a singer, but my family kept making fun of me. So that dream just totally went into the pit. All right, number two, set your calendar. Set your calendar up for success, friends. I talked in the last episode about getting a 12-month calendar, getting a, getting a scope and sequence of your life. Instead of a scope and sequence of lesson plans or curriculum, a scope and sequence of your life. That's what we really need. And a daily schedule. Start working on that now. Number three. Okay, this might be a hard one for you. But if you want to stay focused and you want to set boundaries, you're going to need to tell people that you need time. You're either going to have to say no, or you're going to have to say not now, or you're going to have to say, I need some time. For an example, I have some families that are saying, I really need my student to be dropped off 20 to 30 minutes before school starts. And let me just tell you that I've done that before and that was hard. But I also know that I have more support this year. I don't know if I can actually make it happen. So I told the families, I'm going to need some time. I'm going to need some time to figure this out. I want to help your family. I'd love for your child to come to our school. I know that I cannot 
personally provide that extended time. I may be able to hire someone. I need to look into how many more people need this service. And when I figure it out, I will let you know. Hopefully it's sooner than later. But I also know that I cannot say yes to one or two people and put myself in a situation that feels overwhelming. And so I have to tell people, I just need more time. We have a Florida tax credit for families who want to send their child to our homeschool hybrid or our micro school. And some people are asking me, can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? What do I click? Do I need to fill out this form? Can you help me when they look for specific things on my invoice? And I say, I can absolutely do that. I can't do that right now, but I will get back to you. And I put them in a place, I put their names in a place where I can get back to them later. And I don't feel bad about it. I used to try to people please and help people as soon as possible. And what I found was that I was doing a disservice to myself and everyone as a whole. So practice saying, I just need more time. I'll get back to you. Or I can't do that right now. I'll get back to you. Or gosh, you know, I'd love to help you, but I just don't have the capacity right now. I'll get back to you when I can. So tell people you need more time, say no or not now. Number four, ooh, guys, we got to all do this. We have to practice delegating and outsourcing. This is a tough one. I'm slowly but surely getting so much better at it. And I'm also reading a book by Mike Michalowicz, who also does The Profit First, who I've spoke about on our podcast before. I have a whole entire Profit First free resource for getting your finances and your bookkeeping started and in a great place. I'm reading the book Clockwork. Thank you, Paz. She's in our Facebook group. She's been a part of our community for a long time. She's reading that book. And I'm learning how to run a business that runs by itself without me having to be a part of every little thing. And by the way, that takes time. And I've totally been in the weeds before and been like, I can't get out of the weeds. I've got to get myself out. And you know what, guys? There's going to be a time where all of us are in the weeds. But if you don't look for the spot ahead of you while walking in the weeds, that bright light where the clouds start to part, then you're always going to stay in the weeds. So instead of just looking forward and staying in the weeds of doing all of the busy work, I want you to use your arms and use your legs to slowly push back the weeds. But I want you to keep looking up at an open space. And that open space is you being able to be the visionary of your school and hiring people to help you do the busy work or the little things here and there that you could easily outsource for. I even started that my first year by hiring my mother-in-law to come in and help me. She was not a certified teacher. She had absolutely worked with kids before, but I needed her. Maybe it's someone who can help you get your curriculum materials sorted out, hole punched, bound together, whatever it may be. Can you hire your children? Like for an example, my daughter, Jalen, I'm hiring her this summer. She's helped me so much with so many things. Just be thinking about some of the tasks that are literally maybe $10 an hour work and giving that to someone else or maybe $15 or 20 hours, $20 an hour work delegating that to someone else so that you can work on the things in your business that are worth $100, $200, $300 worth your time. My husband used to always tell me that. It didn't click till later. Just let that seep in for a little bit. You can expand on that another time, but definitely try 
to delegate and outsource. Number five, talked about this in the last episode, talking about it all month. If you want to set boundaries, you need to schedule yourself your self-care. And what that looks like on a Friday night, what that looks like on a Tuesday afternoon, what that looks like on a Saturday, what that looks like on a Sunday, what that looks like on a Monday morning, whatever it is. How are you going to be taking care of yourself? Start the habit now. Number six, I think a part of self-care is to create yourself a separate space. I have a couple spaces in my house that are very near and dear to me. And I'm going to also figure out how I'm going to make that the same at our new location where we're going to be having a commercial building for our school. We all need our own little space here. I have our office that was once me and my husband's that was once a classroom. It's now back to being my office, which is so helpful. I have a rocking chair in my bedroom with a lamp stand where I keep my journal that I start off with in the morning and at night. I also have my back porch. Those are three very important areas to me. I also have by the pool and these real comfy lawn chairs or I don't know, reclining chairs. And I also have a picnic table on my back porch with an umbrella. Those are very near and dear to me. Those are the spaces that I need and I utilize them in different ways that I feel and different moments that I need. So create a separate space for you. I think that you need that space that physical space and that mental space, that time space. And so I hope that you really take me up on that. And number seven, regularly assess. I do this almost every night. When I don't do this every night, I find myself the next morning going, oh gosh, okay, what do I need to do today? Even if I've had it had it on my planner for the week, I like to look at it at nighttime. And I tell you what, every time I do this at night, Do you know that I always wake up earlier? It's almost like I've set my intention for the day and my body subconsciously knows, get up. You've got this plan for the day, even if it's not a work day. It's almost as if when I look at my day the next day, I've set such a great purpose for it that my body subconsciously knows you need to get up. Whether it be you need to get up so you can enjoy the day longer or you need to get up so that you can finish this task and not be overwhelmed. So doing that at night and then I also do it on Sunday. I do this on Sunday. I think that's a very important practice. I want to get better at doing this on Friday so that I'm not really getting super sticky with it on Sunday. I'd like to really set my weeks up for success. I used to be really good at it this summer. I've gotten a little lackadaisical about it, but I know coming this school year, I want to be very intentional about planning my weeks ahead on Friday. And I'm starting that right now because I need to build that habit in before school actually starts so that I'm not bogged down on the weekend thinking, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll plan it all out on Sunday. I don't like that. That gives people the Sunday scaries. We don't want that. So try your best, I would say, before you go into the weekend to make sure you've got plans at least sketched out in a skeleton for your week ahead so that on Sunday you're not going, okay, what's this week going to look like? Ugh, that is not fun. Not fun at all. All right, let's go back over this. One, brain dump your priorities. Look at our free resource that we have in the show notes. Number two, set up your calendar, your daily schedule. Number three, Tell people you need time to consider. Say no or not now. 
Number four, delegate and outsource. Maybe you would like to get the book Clockwork as well. You can order it off Amazon. Number five, start thinking about self-care and scheduling it. Number six, create yourself a separate space. And number seven, regularly assess and adjust. I'm looking forward to seeing you in our Facebook group. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and get excited for what's ahead in this next school year. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.